Act Two of The Tebeid or The Brothers at War by Jean Racine. Translated by Robert Bruce Boswell. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Two, Scene One Antigone, Haman. What? Would you rob me of the face I love so soon, when I have suffered a whole year of absence? Have you called me to your side to snatch away again so sweet a prize? Shall I so soon then cast a brother off, and let my mother seek the gods alone? Ought I to shape my duty to your wish, think but of love and care for peace no more? No duty bids thee thwart my happiness. They can consult the oracle full well without us. Let me rather that your eyes question my heart's divinity what fate is mine. Should I be overbold to ask if their accustomed sweetness welcome still the thought of my affection, nor resent my ardour? Can they pity where they wound? For a cruel absence dragged its weary course. Say, have you wished me to be faithful still? Thought you how death was threatening far from you, a lover who should die but at your knees. Ah! When such beauty penetrates the soul, when the heart dares to lift its hopes to you, how sweet to worship charms divinely fair! What torture when they vanish out of sight! Each moment separation seemed an age, and I had long since closed my sad career. Had I not trusted, till I might return, that absence would to you be proof of love and my obedience in your memory dwelled to bleed for me while banished from your face, and that each thought of me would make you think how great must be the love that thus obeys. Yes, I knew well that such a faithful soul would find the pain of absence hard to bear, and if I may my secret thoughts reveal, the wish would sometimes come that you might feel some shade of bitterness to make the days parted from me seem longer than before— but blame me not, for mine own heart was full of sorrow, and but wished that you might share its load, grown yet more heavy since the war, brought your invading forces on this land. Ah, oh, with what anguish did I then behold my dearest on opposing sides arrayed! With countless pangs my heart was torn to see loved ones without our walls, loved ones within! At each assault a thousand terrors clashed in conflict, and a thousand deaths I died. Tis pitiful indeed. But have I done aught but as you yourself directed me? In following Polynices I obeyed your wish, nay more, your absolute command. A friend's devoted heart I pledged him then, quitted my country, left my father's side, thereby incurring his indignant wrath, and worst of all, banished myself from you. I bear it all in mind, Heaven is right. In serving Polynices me you served, Dear was he then to me, and dear to-day. All that was done for him was done for me. We loved each other from our tenderest years, and o'er his heart I held unrivalled sway. To please him was my chief delight. To share his sorrows was the sister's privilege. Oh, that such a power to move him still were mine! Then would he love the peace for which I yearn. Our common woe would be so lulled to rest, and I should see him, nor would you from me be parted. He abhors this dreadful war. Yea, I have seen him sigh with grief and rage that he has been compelled to make his way through bloodshed to regain his father's throne. 
hope that the gods touched by our miseries will soon the rift between the brothers heal may heaven restore affection to their hearts and in their sister's breast keep love alight that latter task indeed ah doubt it not were easier far than to appease their rage well do i know them both and am assured their hearts dear heaven are more hard than mine but sometimes heaven works marvels past belief scene two antigone Haemon, olympia now let us hear what said the oracle what must be done alas what were you told that war must still be waged ah worse than that what woe is this the angry powers portend prince hear the answer for yourself then judge ye thebans thus doth fate ordain that if ye would from war be freed the last hope of the royal seed with blood outpoured your land must stain how has this offspring of a hapless race deserved such condemnation o ye gods was not my father's death vengeance enough that wrath must follow all our family lady this sentence is not aimed at you for virtue shelters you from punishment the gods can read your innocence of heart though innocence affords no trusty shield yet tis not for myself i fear their stroke the guilt of oedipus will slay his child waiting without a murmur for her death but if i must my ground of dread disclose, it is for you dear heaven that i fear from that unhappy stock like us you spring i see too plainly that the wrath of heaven this baleful honour will to you extend as unto us and make our princes wish their birth had been from lowest of the low can i regret a destiny so grand or shrink from meeting such a noble death to be descended from the blood of kings is glorious e'en if we must lose that blood soon as received if any sin is ours should heaven for that take vengeance upon you the father and the children might suffice without more distant quest for guiltless blood the offence we inherit tis for us to expiate then slay us heavenly powers but spare the rest my sire dear heaven brings your utter ruin now and i perchance yet more than he punishment falls on you and on your house because my father sinned and you have loved his daughter which has wrought more harm than incest than parricide my love say you is that a fatal crime can it be wrong to love celestial charms and since my passion meets such sweet response how can it e'er deserve the wrath of heaven my sighs concern you and your heart alone for you it is to judge if they offend as to your potent sentence they appeal shall they be blamable or innocent let heaven decree my ruin if it will still shall the cause of that fate be dear proud shall i be to die because i claim kinship with royalty and happier still to die your subject in this common wreck why should i wish to live a life forlorn the gods would all in vain my death delay their mercy would be foiled by my despair but after all perchance our fears are vain patience lo polynices and the queen scene three jocasta polynices antigone haemon cease to oppose me in the name of heaven plainly i see peace is impossible i hoped the eternal justice of the gods 
might against tyranny declare itself and weary of the sight of so much blood might grant to each of us his proper rank but since they back injustice openly and side with guilt i can no longer hope when heaven itself favours unrighteousness that a rebellious people may be just shall then a shameless rabble judge my cause whose base self-interest though remote from his inspires the zeal that serves my enemy the multitude admit not reason's sway victim already of this people's scorn me they have banished nor will take again the offended prince whom they a tyrant deem and as to honour's dictates they are deaf they think the aim of all the world revenge their hatred owns no curb but started once holds on its course for ever if indeed this people have such fear of you my son and all the thebans dread your sovereignty why when they steal their hearts against your plea through bloodshed seek the sceptre they withhold is it the people's part to choose their lord soon as they hate a king must he resign his crown and by their hatred or their love is his right limited to mount the throne or leave it with affection or with fear let these regard me as they will what birth not their caprice has made they must accept and pay respect if they refuse to love when subjects hate their king he then becomes a tyrant nay a lawful prince can ne'er be called such none deserve that odious name with rights like mine nor does a people's hate make tyrants rather name my brother so he is loved by all a tyrant is they love who by a hundred tricks of meanness tries to keep the footing he has gained by force who learns from pride lessons of humbleness his brother's tyrant but his people's slave to keep the sceptre to himself he bends submissive and to make me hated courts contempt not without cause do they prefer a traitor for the people love a slave and fear to have a master to consult their whims were treason done to royalty has discord then for you such matchless charms already weary of the armistice after such troubles shall we never cease you to shed blood and i to weep in vain will you grant nothing to a mother's tears <sighs> daughter restrain your brother if you can erst was your love the only check he owned ah if his soul is deaf to pity's voice for your sake can his former love for me estranged by absence leave me room for hope scarce in his memory have i still a place 
he knows no pleasure but in shedding blood no longer may we trust to find him the gallant prince who shuddered at the thought of crime whose generous soul with kindness teemed honoured his mother and his sister loved now nature's ties for him are idle dreams that sister he disowns that mother scorns and his ingratitude long nursed by pride holds us strangers yea as enemies charge not that sin on my sore troubled soul say rather sister you yourself are changed say the unjust usurper of my rights has robbed me of a sister's tenderness the same as ever i forget you not hard heart is this to love as i love you to rest unmoved by all my painful sighs to doom me still to sorrows manifold sister is this to love your brother then to urge entreaties justice must refuse to wish to wrest the sceptre from my hand ye gods then eteocles himself is kind a tyrant wrongs me yet you favour him unfairly nay i hold your interest dear think not these eyes are false that weep for you my tears conspire not with your enemies that peace for which i yearn would be to me torture should polynices lose thereby a throne the only favour that i seek is for a longer space to look on you my brother suffer me to see your face a few brief days and give me time to find some means that may restore you to the rank which you inherit without loss of blood so precious can you now refuse this grant this little favour to a sister's tears a mother's sighs what have you yet to fear why wish so soon to leave us all this day is it not all included in the truce must it be ended ere tis well begun see how your brother laying down his arms permits our meeting is your will more stern yes brother his compassion passes yours his mother's tears can move him and our grief to-day has forced him to disarm his wrath you call him cruel you are worse than he my lord no danger presses you may well let their entreaties even yet prevail grant to their earnest wish this day ungrudged perchance they may devise some happy scheme to heal the quarrel nor let eteocles have power to say that were it not for you peace might have been thus will you satisfy a mother and a sister yea your own honour what brings this man with looks perturbed scene four jocasta polynices antigone haemon a soldier soldier to polynices my lord the truce is broken and the fight rages once more creon attacks your host the thebans at their king's command renounce their oath and scarce can brave hippomedon filling your place withstand the general charge he ordered me to tell you so my lord the traitors come my haman we must go to the queen madam you see how well he keeps his word straight will i meet his challenge and attack since he will have it so my son my son he hears me not cries are as vain as tears go dear antigone with winged feet 
beg Heman to do all he can to part your ruthless brothers. <laughs> Strength fails my limbs, too weak to move. One task remains, to die. End of Act Two